What you tolerate, you worry about. And that is the quote of the day. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Today's episode is brought to you by The Jerf Bar, my very own 100% organic, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, GMO-free, weird stuff-free, real food bar available at JerfBar.com. Don't forget, you can take 10% off your next order with the discount code Q. O-D-10. That's Q-O-D-1-0. We've got Isabel Mercier on the show today, and she's talking about what we tolerate and how what we tolerate tends to be what we worry about. It reminds me of that Tony Robbins quote. He says, we get what we tolerate. And so if we're tolerating a bunch of nonsense, we're going to get a whole lot of worry. So she talks about the source of our worries. She also talks about how most of our worries never really happen, or actually a lot of them have already happened, but we're continuing to worry about things that already happened. And she also talks about how to stop worrying by using her pretty nifty hero approach. Here's Isabel. Over the years, I became completely obsessed with what causes worry versus peace of mind. And I noticed a very interesting pattern a pattern that helped me uncover the culprit that leads to most of what we worry about and that robs us of our peace of mind. And it goes like this. What you tolerate, you worry about. What you tolerate, you worry about. What I'm saying is, what you are tolerating right now, you are worrying about. Meaning, if you say, when you say yes, and you really want to say no, you know those moments where all you want to do is say no, or should say no, is what you tolerate, and what you tolerate will always, sooner or later, drive you to worry. Now, would it surprise you to know that 95% of North Americans either go to bed or wake up worrying about something every single day. We, ladies and gentlemen, are a bunch of professional worryaholics. In fact, we worry so much nowadays that the phrase, I'm thinking about this, has now culturally been replaced by, I'm worrying about this. Yet, 40% of what we worry about will never happen. It will never happen. That, my friends, is like putting a 40% down payment on a house you'll never own. <laughs> How ridiculous would that be, right? Putting a 40% down payment on a house you'll never see, smell, experience, or own. Yet, when it comes to worry, we do it every day. 30% of what we worry about, get this, <laughs> has already happened. Has anyone ever accidentally hit reply all <laughs> on a massive rant email that was meant 
for Bob's eyes only. <laughs> Need I say more? 12% of what we worry about are needless worries about our health. For example, you get a headache for three days in a row, and boom, you are worried about a brain tumor. Oh, and if you have the brilliance of uh, consulting with Dr. Google, now you go from having a brain tumor to having six months left to live, right? 10% of what we worry about are petty miscellaneous worries, like what to cook for dinner or what shoes to wear for a TED Talk, for example. <laughs> Now, I don't know if you're calculating this, but that leaves 8% for real legitimate worries. 8%, which means that 92% of what we're worrying about is complete nonsense. And that nonsense, by the way, not only keeps us from being at our best, oh no, it keeps us from actually living. So what if, what if we took all this energy that we use to worry about this crazy 92%, and what if we repurposed it? What if we repurposed it to do something good, something positive? How about this? Something tangible might be nice. Well, as a very proud recovering worryaholic myself, and a strong believer that we're all on a journey to increase what I call our units of happiness, right? Our peace of mind. I created a simple formula to help me basically repurpose this crazy 92% and quickly snap me out of the rabbit hole of worry that I find myself in on a regular basis. And if I'm to be transparent with you today, absolutely every day, including this very moment. And I call this my hero formula. H is for hush. First, you've got to hush the noise and hush the chatter upstairs in the drawer so that you can reconnect with what you truly want. What do you wholeheartedly believe in? What are your non-negotiables? What are you willing or not willing to do to get from here to there? Yes, I want you to come for a visit. No, you cannot stay 30 days. <laughs> yes, I will donate $50 to your school fundraiser, but no, in no way, shape, or form will I bake 250 cookies. Believe me, you wouldn't want them. <laughs> yes, I want to work with you, but no, you cannot take 90 days to pay me. I am not a bank. Because what you tolerate you worry about. E is for evaluate. Evaluate what and who you are tolerating in your life. Are you tolerating a jam-packed schedule every day? How about high-maintenance clients, right? How many of those are slowly but surely dimming your light? How many of you, and this will require a little honesty on your part, How many of you, show of hands, have one special, ever so special, family member? <laughs> oh, and if your hand is not up, here's a hint. <laughs> it, it might be you. <laughs> so basically, 
what and who is causing you more gray hair than it's worth, and what difficult conversation do you need to have because what you tolerate, you worry about. All right, that was Isabel Mercier. Her website is leapzonestrategies.com. Again, that's leapzonestrategies.com. If you want to watch the entire talk, go to YouTube and punch in the power of zero tolerance. That is it for me. You have an amazing Wednesday. I will see you tomorrow. Peace. Thank you.